is Home Improvement is on the air with your host, Jim Dutton. Mr. Jim Dutton, you are a riot. Call Jim now for advice, tips, and ways to save you money and time on your home improvement. 800-288-9227. That's 800-288-WBAP. Brought to you by Due West Foundation Repair. When you want the best, call Due West. Sunburst Shutters, where beauty meets energy efficiency. Advent Air, the comfortable solution. More plumbing supplies, bath and kitchen show place. Yeah, I'm calling to speak to the great one on home repair. <laughs> America's Choice Windows, with 10 windows for just $36.80. Carrier, the official air conditioning and heating system of Texas Home Improvement. Ace Hardware, the helpful place. FoamMyWalls.com, wall foam insulation for existing homes. Cadell Electric Services, for all of your electrical needs. Dallas Bath and Glass, frameless shower doors. Texas Remodel Team, your complete solution for home renovations. U.S. Tree Care, give your trees the care they need. And now, broadcasting live from the floor in the core studios, here's Jim Dutton. Welcome to Texas Home Improvements, your total home improvement source. Hey, I'm Jim Dutton, broadcasting live from the Fort Worth Stock Show and Rodeo. We're out here, I don't know where the heck you are out here, but we're out here uh, in the exhibitor or in the sales area. I don't know what they call this. Exhibit. Exhibit Hall. Okay, that's where we're at, is at the Exhibit Hall in the WBAP booth. And you can come out and say hi, but, you know, more so than that, I need to get you to pick up the phone, give me a call, and ask some home improvement questions because even though we're out at the rodeo, that's what we're going to be talking about is home improvement today. 1-800-288-9227. That's the number to call, 1-800-288-9227. Any home improvement question you have, pick up the phone, give me a call, and hey, I'll see what I can do to help you out. This portion of Texas Home Improvement is being made possible by more plumbing supplies, bath, and kitchen showplace. You need to go beyond the box stores when you're looking for good stuff for your kitchen, bathroom, you know, all your water needs, your toilets, your your tubs, your water heaters, all that stuff. Check out more plumbing supplies, bath and kitchen showplace. Now to find a location near you, simply go to bkshowplace.com. Now, again, if you got a home improvement question, 1-800-288-9227. That's 1-800-288 9227. Any home improvement question you have, pick up the phone, give me a call. I'll see what I can do to help you out here. Plus, you can go check us out online at thipro.com. That's thipro.com. You'll find all kinds of helpful information there. Where we're going to be, when we're going to be, place where you can sign up for our newsletter that goes out every other week, as well as the video that we're releasing. Uh, there's a little teaser there that you can go take a look at at thipro.com. And the video is from the Patterson Project we did. Uh, we're going to be releasing it out in series, and so it'll you know, give you some uh, a little teaser as far as what's going to be coming in the video. Again, that's all available at thipro.com. But... Like I said, we're broadcasting live from the Fort Worth Stock Show and Rodeo. They had the parade this morning. Lots of people out here. But you know what? There's plenty of room for more people. I've seen a lot more crowded out here than this, and it's early today. Why not come out, take a look at all the livestock? I know the weather's not going to be the nicest today. We're going to have a little drizzle here and there. But most of the stuff is indoors out here anyways. So you can come out, walk through, take a look at all the exhibitors, take a look at all the livestock, and it's just it's just a good family 
entertainment place to come out to. Again, that's the Fort Worth Stock Show and Rodeo. Taking place for three weeks. We're going to broadcast live today from here. And again, in two weeks, we'll be out here broadcasting live. Next weekend, I'm going to be at the Las Colinas Home and Garden Show. So you can come out there at that, I say it's new convention center. It's been there for several years now, but it still looks new. As goofy as, as, goofy as it does look there off of 114, it, it, it is a new building. But that's the Las Colinas Home and Garden Show. So you can come out there next weekend. But again, today we're at the Fort Worth Stock Show and Rodeo. Going to be out here all day. I'm going to be down here till at least 4 o'clock, so you can come down and say hi. I'll be down here probably later than that even. But right now, if you got a home improvement question, the lines are open, the lines are free, and they need to be full. 1-800-288-9227. That's 1-800-288-9227. Any home improvement question you got. And, you know, I, I had a interesting week this week. I actually... Went out, went out and uh, ran a job myself. We were a little short-handed on some foreman, and my managers were saying, well, we're going to have to postpone something. I said, no, we're not postponing. I'll, you got enough people? Yeah, we got people. We just don't have foreman. I said, okay, well, I'll, I'll go take care of it. So I loaded up the work truck, went out and ran a job, and <clears throat> I do remember why. I moved up in management and instead of running jobs every day. But we took a two-day job, and we got it done in one day, and that's really nothing more than making sure you got all your materials there, keep your people moving and organized. And, you know, it, 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 uh, it always helps put things in perspective when you get back out into the field working, and I had a, I had a good time doing it. So, anyways, one 800 288 9227 guy in georgetown welcome to texas home improvement what can i do for you thank you we're uh we're faced with uh wanting to do a siding um upgrade on our house it's 30 plus years old it has t111 wood siding on it it's in relatively good shape except we know that at some point <clears throat> it's got to go right. um the, the question is and i have received um, three quotes so far. One guy came out and said what he could do is, after he examined the existing T111, is he could wrap it with party wrap or Tyvek and put the party lap siding directly over the existing T111 since it was in good shape mm-hmm. and save thousands of dollars worth of tear off and putting up a new OSB or um, plywood on the siding. I had never heard anybody recommend that. None of the other quotes involve that. What is your opinion about you, uh, uh, putting lap siding on top of existing wood siding, uh, wood T111? Well, you typically are going to have to have some type of backing behind the lap siding on the hardy. So whether you put plywood up or you use the T111 that's there, it really doesn't matter. Um, as long as what you have is in good shape. If it's got rot on it at all, or where it's warping or anything like that, I wouldn't do it. I'd take it off and put new stuff on there. But if what you have is in fair, is in good shape, and it's really just a matter of updating the house and, you know, things like that, then there's absolutely nothing wrong with going over the top of it. And if you if you read the uh, 
recommendations of how hardy is to be installed, it's supposed to have something behind it like that anyways. So so there's really not a problem with that. I would, however, make sure you still, even though behind that existing siding there's going to be a moisture barrier already, put a moisture barrier still behind the the hardy, whether you use the hardy wrap or Tyvek or something like that. Not plastic, but one of the breathable wraps like that. Thanks so much. You bet. Guy, good luck with that. Again, a number, 1-800-288-9227. Carrie in Carrollton. Welcome to Texas Home Improvement. Hi. I'm going to turn the volume down. Okay. Uh, I've got foundation issues. Uh-huh. We've had several companies come out with all kinds of different ideas. Uh, one company says uh, we go down with steel and concrete piers to stable mud or stable soil, you know, maybe beyond 10 to 12 feet. Uh, somebody else says, no, we do mud jacking only, and we fill the void completely so you'll never get any water underneath, and that will That'll level the house. And uh, the last guy that came out, uh, he said the right words, I thought. He said, we're going down to the solid bedrock. Okay. Could be 30 to 45 feet. Mm -hmm. And you're in Carrollton, right? Right, yeah. And we're on the side that uh, everything moves. Okay. Where, Where exactly are you in Carrollton? What part? It's uh, just north of Rosemead, between Rosemead and Hebron, uh, just west of Josie, between Josie and spread off of Stanridge. Okay. Now, you do know I own a foundation repair company, right? No, I didn't. Okay. I'm going to disclose that up front. I'm one of the owners of Due West Foundation Repair, so let me disclose that first. And uh, mud pumping, we'll start with that. What mud pumping does is literally lift the foundation by injecting mud underneath the concrete between the soil and the concrete they do that with uh, urethane as well which is a foam and so you're still sitting on the active soil as it dries out it'll drop as it gets wet it'll expand so it's still continuously going to be moving up and down with the mud pumping or urethane i don't recommend that typically on residential foundations. I do it on commercial all the time, but not residential. As far as going down to bedrock, in the Carrollton area, long before you hit bedrock, you're hitting limestone. So I really hate it when people start saying, yeah, we're going we're gonna to go to bedrock. They're, the bedrock is way deeper than they're ever going to get. Are they going to hit some type of rock? Yes, but it, it's not bedrock. Bedrock is normally considered when you get down and you're hitting stuff like a granite type rock. Uh, so you're really your choices typically are going to be either a precast concrete pile, a steel pile, or a drilled pier. Now drilled piers typically have depth limits on them. And you drive, you drill down, put steel in there, pour concrete into the shaft, let it cure, come back and do your leveling. The normal depth is going to be somewhere typically 10. Some of them go as much as 15 feet, but that that's unusual where they go that deep. <laughs> the steel piles, if it's a rocky area, will typically go deeper and do a better job. 
a concrete pile is designed for the expanse of clay soils. So if you're not in an area where you got a lot of rock mixed into the to the clays, the precast concrete piles work great. Uh, in Carrollton, I tip personally typically use a precast concrete. Now I do I do concrete, I do steel, and I do drilled piers. In Carrollton, I'm normally going to use the precast concrete pile. And with a precast concrete pile, you're typically going somewhere 20 to 30 feet in Carrollton. Okay. And usually the way a, a pile works, it's really not driving down and sitting on anything. It's building skin friction as you're driving it down. And it's that skin friction that you use to do the actual leveling. Uh, and so you're trying to get down below the active moisture zone, which is typically in the top five to seven foot. Everything yeah. below that is normally moisture-wise fairly stable, with the exception of when we had this severe drought the last few years. That, that actually affected soils down in the 10, 12-foot range. But yeah, that's, that's not something that's, that's even remotely a norm. Okay. Yeah, and, th and then I had one company that says, oh, your house is, uh, yeah, what was the word they used? Uh, it's lifted up around the outside edge. Okay, it's heaving? Yeah, the outside edge. Yeah. And uh, that's, one, that's what one guy said. And another guy said, no, that the fact that you see the the slab at the outside is just erosion from the outside. And I said, I don't think so. How old a house is it? Uh, I think it was built in 78. Okay. Chances are it is not heaving then. I don't think so. Yeah. Unless there's uh, a sewer leak somewhere underneath the house, then it will heave in that area. But typically heave on the outside only occurs on houses that are newer, you know, like in the first five years or so and it'll depend on the weather cycles and with the weather the kind of weather cycles we've had the last few years where it was such a severe drought now we're getting all that rain some of the new houses that were built during the drought they are experiencing heave on the outer edges but a house of your age would not experience that we have as much as depending on who's measuring it six inches in difference yeah throughout the house and it seems like it's more in the middle. Okay. Uh, we had one guy that says the whole house is basically the foundation is flat. It's just the whole thing is just tilted one way. No. Oh, so you got full tilt, he's saying? Yeah, and I yeah. think he's wrong. Uh, you know, we've had several different opinions. We've had two engineers that came out and gave us some, some engineer input. And I only got the report back from one of them. Haven't got the other guys back yet. Okay. So. Well, you know, so if you'd I, like. What I didn't tell you is this stuff we had, uh, I'm going to get somewhere between 25 and 30 piers put in. Yep. Back in 92 by another company just all around the outside as far as I can remember. And then they came back uh, a couple of years later to adjust them. And I think they cracked the slab, but let's just say it got worse. Well, don't don't let the, the term crack slab scare you. All concrete cracks. It cracks by nature. That's what steel's in it for is to hold it together when it does crack. So okay. I, I wouldn't worry about that too much. Uh, a lot of times people get too worried about that. 
But I, I'll tell you this, uh, you know, if you haven't had Due West out, you can call the office and either my son, who is an engineer, can come out and take a look at it, or I can come out and take a look at it for you. We'll give you our opinion on it and, you know, you can go from there with it, but would love to take a look at it for you. If yeah. One of the problems in, in construction in Texas is there is no licensing. Anybody in a pickup truck, whether no matter how yeah. little or much experience they have, can be a contractor. And when you're doing foundation repair, you're making a structural change right. to that home. And, you, you know, it, 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 unfortunately in Texas, it is buyer beware. you you got to make sure that the person you hire knows what they're doing. Too many people think that a peer is a peer, and it doesn't matter who does it for them. It's all the same, and it's not. It's that experience and know-how that makes the difference. Well, some of the companies have been out uh, around 23 years, uh, A-plus rating. Yeah. But I've got different opinions, so. Well, Carrie, I'm going to have to let you go because I can barely hear you right now. You're kind of breaking up a little bit on me. Uh, again, if you want to call the Due West office, the number is 972-406-0912, and be more than happy to take a look at that. Welcome back to Texas Home Improvement. It's like NPR without all the intellectual boring baloney. Here's Jim Dutton. Hey, this portion of Texas Home Improvement is brought to you by Advent Air, the comfortable solution. James and Irving, welcome to Texas Home Improvement. Uh, yes, I ha- had a couple of questions, one about plumbing and one about foundation. I uh, appreciate you taking my call. Um, first of all, on the, on the plumbing gas uh, question, if, uh, if a plumber comes out to, like, test the gas line, um, you know, and puts that under pressure. Is that is that number one? Is that the normal recommended way to test the gas line for leaks and uh, on an existing, you know, being lived in house? Yes. And, and is there is there like a? I mean, what's the chance of them kind of creating a problem by putting that thing under pressure? Uh, you know, kind of creating a problem that we didn't already have. Well, then you're you're not putting that much pressure on it when you put it under pressure. Okay. It's, it's just a small amount of pressure that you're putting on it. Uh, in fact, the line has pressure anyway. So if that house was empty for a period of time or had the meter pulled, you would have to put that test on there in order to be able to hook the gas back up again. So yes, that is a standard test. And Tim, that music means I got to take a break from news traffic and weather here on WBAP. I'm going to put you on hold. Uh, I'm sorry, James, rather. And I'll get right back to you when we come back with more Texas Home Improvement. Here's the short answer with the real estate expert, Todd Tremonti. So you're thinking about selling a house, buying a house, maybe even investing in a home in 2016, and you're curious, where the heck is the market going next year? Well, it's been a great market for the last year plus, and my guess, and honestly my inference, my educated guess, is that we're going to have a very similar 2016 to our 2015. If you're looking for something to prepare yourself for, I might prepare myself for the market to taper down just a slight bit late summer. What I mean by that is the market will still be great, but things might start to normalize a tiny bit. 
Whereas over the last year or so, we've seen areas in the Metroplex with appreciation as much as 12 or 14%. That might start to dip down and look a little bit normal as interest rates come up. And most importantly, as we approach a presidential election where there's just a little bit more uncertainty in the air. So it'll be a great year to sell at top prices buy at prices that will still be climbing and invest in opportunities that lie in between. But if you're looking for something to be prepared for, potentially a slight, slight slowdown, nothing scary, but a slight slowdown in late summer. 2016 should be great. If you have questions about that or anything else real estate related, give me a call 214-310-0008 or overunderagent.com where we guarantee to sell your house over the average price and under the average time. Now, back to Jim Dutton on Texas Home Improvement. And welcome back to Texas Home Improvement. This portion of Texas Home Improvement is made possible by the Texas Remodel Team, the leader in home renovation. Got a home improvement question? 1-800-288-9227. When we left, I was talking with James and Irving. And James, are you there still? Yes, sir. All righty. Sorry about that. No, that's okay. Uh, you had another question. Okay and for, for me to be able to ask these questions, and I appreciate it. Um, so, anyway, how do they put the put the gas line under pressure, and and you know how do they go about doing that? Well, basically, what they do is outside where the meter is, uh-huh. they uncouple it, hook a pipe up to the um, gas line. Uh huh. And use a tire pump to pressure it up. It's that okay. simple. Oh, uh, okay. And then, in order, is, let's say they don't find any leak or anything like that, does anybody else need to come out, like the city of Irving, need to come out and inspect it before they hook it back up and turn the gas back on? No. Yeah. What happens is the if if you're having to get it hooked back up, the city will come out and look at it first. Then they'll notify the gas company that it's passed inspections and ready to go, where you can hook it, where they can hook it back up. But that's only if the gas was turned off before the plumbers come out, right? Correct. If so if, if, if there has been right no, if, the if the gas isn't off it. and you're just doing it to check to see if you've got any leaks or something, yeah, you don't have to worry about any of that then. Okay, the plumber will hook it up fine. Yeah. Okay, good. And then on the foundation, um, so we're having uh, some issues foundation-wise. Do you, do you know anything about a product called SS Condor? It's a, a yes. soil treatment. What do you think about it, and what is any idea what that costs? <clears throat> as far as the cost of it, i got to be honest, I don't really know what the cost is. Okay. As far as the results of it, I have not seen that good of results of it. Every now and then, it works, but by far the majority of the time that I've seen it, it has done little to nothing to help the problem. Okay. Okay. Uh, and I will tell you up front, what a lot of times when builders have an issue with a foundation, that's one of the things that they'll want to have someone come in, inject you know, fluids into the soils in order to stabilize the soils. And basically what they're trying to do is prolong everything until they get it outside the warranty period that they've got to cover the foundation problem. And it is not a permanent fix by any means of the imagination. It, and in some cases, yes, it will delay it. But in most cases, all it does is, is buy the builder a little time, and then they still end up doing 
a regular foundation repair or the homeowner gets stuck with the bill because it, it got delayed long enough that you're outside your warranty period. Okay. And when they delay, when they do that and it delays, how long of a delay can they get out of that? Usually, the engineers will tell you, put it in and give it a year before you do anything else. Okay. So they might get a couple of years out of it. So, okay. And really, at that point, what they're doing is monitoring to see if it worked or not. They right. got no idea if it worked until they monitor it for a period of time. Yeah. And that's where the delay tactic comes in. Right. I'm just trying to... Uh, we're, uh, the house is about four and a half, five years after construction, and so I'm, I'm just trying to understand how much, you know, it, it sounds like if we were real close to the 10-year mark where the warranty ends, we'd want to really be emphatic that they shouldn't do that, whereas right. being this far away with five years left, I'm, I'm probably in okay shape to to not fuss over them if that's what they want to do and then just monitor and come back to it afterwards. Yep. How far out of level are you? Uh, I don't know. We, we actually had them come out about, we've only been in the house nine months, and they came out probably four months ago mm -hmm. and said it was normal settling seasonal stuff. Um, but... It's been kind of significant the last few months where we're seeing more horizontal cracking on the brick, more um, cracking on the, the the foundation itself, where you can see you know more lines in more places, more cracking yep. on the sheetrock. Well, none of none of that is normal. Okay. Um, so yeah, so we're we're gonna have them back out to take a look at the new things that are happening and see what they say. Yep. Okay. Okay. Well, and okay, if you well, want to get another opinion on it, you know, make sure you call Due West. We'd be more than happy to give you an opinion. Thanks. Bye-bye. All right. Take care, James. Broadcasting from deep in the heart of Texas and all over the world at THIPro.com. This is Texas Home Improvement with Jim Dutton. And welcome back. Hey, this portion is made possible by Floor & Decor, best selection, best prices, and expert advice. I want to welcome a guest to the show now. I've got Tim Urban. He's the director of Overhaul for Hero, the Patterson Project. Uh, you know, he, he put the, the video together, and you've been hearing some spots on it, and I've been mentioning that you can go to our website to see the trailer for it. And, Tim, welcome to Texas Home Improvement. Hey, how you doing, Jim? Man, I'm doing great. How about you? I am doing absolutely fantastic. I'm excited to talk about this project. Well, you know, you've you've had some background experience on on videoing and, and things like that because uh, as a, an American Idol contestant, and you were in the top ten, so you you got quite a bit of exposure to that kind of stuff. You could see what needed to be done, and now you're behind the scene doing it. Yeah, that's one of the one of the cool things about uh, the experience that I had on American Idol is that I got to watch uh, American Idol, the American Idol team, the producers, and and everybody there. I got to watch them tell people's stories, and 
that American Idol is one of the absolute best TV shows in the world at telling people stories. Um, it's even better, like, the singing is part of it, but the way they tell people stories and really get you invested in their lives is, is really incredible. And so I got to watch that firsthand. And when I got brought into this project, when I met the Pattersons and I heard their story and I watched all the contractors come together, um, it was just such an incredible story that, you know, I knew I wanted to be a part of telling it. I knew I wanted to be a part of, you know, just getting the story out and letting people see um, what an incredible, incredible situation the whole thing was. Just the Patterson story and then the, and then watching all those contractors step in there and do all of that work in such a short amount of time was absolutely incredible. Okay, now episode one is going to be released on Saturday, January 30th. Yes, so episode one, it's going to be released on the, it's the THI Network. That's the YouTube page that it will be posted on. You can go right now to YouTube and just type in Overhaul for a Hero. And the first video that pops up will be the Patterson Project. It's a little tease video that we already released. And so you can click on that. You can check that out. And that's the page that the uh, episode one will be released on January 30th. So we're asking everybody um, to, to share it on their Facebook pages, to share it with their friends and family. I think it's a story that's really going to speak to a lot of people. I know it, it's, really, uh, it's really spoken to me, and it's, it's very close to home for me. Well, Tim, I, you know, I think you did a, a great job on it because I've seen the, the trailer that you've got that, that was put out yesterday on it, and I really want to encourage everybody to take a look at it. If you don't, if you're like me and you don't go to YouTube a lot, you can still go to our website, THIPro.com, and there is a link there for it as well. Yeah, there's a link on THIPro.com, and then there's also going to be there's also one on the THI Facebook page. So if you're on Facebook, which I think just about everybody is at this point, um, you can go there, you can check out the link, and uh, you can share it right from that Facebook page. So um, it's, it's really easy to go check it out and also share it with, uh, with friends and family. All righty. Well, Tim, I appreciate you uh, taking time to call us and talk about it, and uh, I, I look forward to a lot more people taking a look at it and, and you know, really seeing the story because one of the things that will truly help us is we get the word out on this it helps us to get the next project going yeah absolutely i know there's there's already uh, other projects that 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 we want to get done and other stories we want to tell so the more people we can get excited about this project and sharing it um the more projects we can do and the more lives we can impact so i'm really excited about this one and about the the next projects coming up all right well tim have a great weekend all right you as well thank you you bet bye-bye Again, our number, 1-800-288-9227. I got someone else I need to bring on, Todd Tremonte from the Tremonte Group. And, Todd, last week we had a little challenge for you. How'd you do? (laughs) I tell you what, if it's okay with you, I'm going to give you a two-for-one if you want it. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, I've got got a fun report for you. Two very different properties that we talked about last week. The one in McKinney is literally... Uh, we got folks out there right now, uh, and we expect to get an offer from them. So that one, we should we should nail it. Uh, I don't have all the exact details for you yet, but I'm pumped to say that we had an amazing week of activity on that. As you know, it was on the market with another agent before, and there was very little activity. As a matter of fact, basically no activity. So we had a super exciting week on that, a bunch of showings, a lot of chatter, and we've got some folks out there right now that we're expecting an offer from on that one. So that should go very well. And I'll go ahead and give you an update on the Richardson one as well because that one's a really fun story too. Basically, last week, this exact time when I got off the air, I, I did a quick checkup on that one. 
and we had we had received an offer virtually while we were on the air, and uh, that one we were asking about seven or eight percent above kind of the normal value that somebody would put on that, and we ended up selling that for another seven thousand above that. So it ended up being on at that price point about nineteen thousand dollars above the average purchase price. Wow. We've been we've been through the inspection process. Everything's rocking and rolling. We should be closing on that thing here real quick. So uh, we're two for two on that one, feeling really good about it, and uh, glad to share any more details that you may be interested in. Well, man, that, that's great. And, you know, that, that's the same experience I had. You guys did such a fantastic job selling places for me. I mean, uh, I just don't understand why more realtors don't learn these tactics, but they don't. They don't take the time to do the things you guys do. Well, it's funny you say that because we we had a, we have a new hire that just started on our team this week, and they don't have. We usually don't hire people with a ton of experience because they have bad industry habits, like you're talking about. Most folks just don't take the time to learn and grow. But the person that we hired had had a very small amount of experience at one of the other big brokerages. I won't name them, but one weekend in our office, they just said, "Man, I you know I've never seen anything like this. The whole mindset's different." And I think that's the big differentiator. Obviously, there's a skill set, there's expertise, there's experience, there's systems and processes, there's all kinds of good stuff going on. There's investment in the process. But I think the biggest difference is the mindset. You want to work with a professional, whether it be to sell your home or fix your car or, or your foundation or whatever, that views your desired result as their main objective. Not necessarily profit, not even always just speed, but what's best for you. And that's what we try to do. Yep. Well, you know, if somebody's got a house they want to sell or they're looking to buy a house, how can they get in touch with you, Todd? They can call us for either one at 214-310-0008, 214-310-0008, or overunderagent.com. Well, sir, I appreciate it, and uh, that was a fine job you did on, on those uh, houses there, and I look forward to talking to you again. Yeah, Welcome to Texas Home Improvements, your total home improvement store. Hey, I'm Jim Dutton here to help you out. We are broadcasting live today from the Fort Worth Stock Show and Rodeo. We're down here in Fort Worth having a great time. 1-800-288-9227 is the number to call any home improvement question you have. Pick up the phone, give me a call. I'll see what I can do to help you out. This portion of Texas Home Improvement is brought to you by Overhaul for a Hero, the Patterson Project video series episode 1 will be available January 30th at THIPro.com. In fact, if you want to see the trailer for it, go to THIPro.com. There's a link there where you can uh, click on it and see the video, at least a little trailer of what is coming. It, and it, it's it's good. I'm telling you, we, we, we had a great time doing the project, looking forward to doing another project. We want to get as many people to view it as we can because the more help we get that way, the more people that get involved, and it makes it easier for us to do the next project. So, again, please go take a look at it at THIPro.com. 1-800-288-9227 is the number to call. Mark, you've been holding a long time, and uh, I appreciate that. What can I do for you today, sir? Yes. Uh, what's the phone number that Cadell? I, I wanted to get that, too. 329, what's the last? It's 214-329-4567. 4567. My, my subject is uh, the toilet. What what determines the complete flush of a toilet? 
what what toilet flushes the best? Well, within a hundred within a hundred dollars. Yeah. Well, there's not a whole lot of toilets out there for a hundred bucks or less anymore. There's still quite a few, but you know the the ones that really whoosh everything away, they do cost a little more than that. But you can still get some great toilets in that price range. Take a look at American Standard toilets. Yeah, and Kohler toilets. Pardon? Kohler. Kohler. Yeah. Uh, Both of those are American-made toilets. They do a great job. And, uh, you know, Kohler actually has a plant here in Texas, or at least they used to. I'm not sure they still do. I think they do. Um, But both of them do are excellent toilets and and do a a great job, and both have very affordable toilets that are available. Yeah, well, how often should you replace them? You know, uh, that's a great question because a lot of people think that a toilet's going to last forever, and it really doesn't. That porcelain finish on it will wear and what happens when they start to wear the the stuff in the bowl as it's spinning around doesn't flush out as as good as it once did you know it's not slick like it used to be typical lifespan of a toilet is about 20 25 years yeah okay so uh they need to replace every 20 25 years yeah, I wouldn't, personally, I don't replace them until they start giving me a problem. As long as everything's leaving when it's supposed to, it ain't giving me a problem, I'm not replacing it. So, so what determines a good flush? Is there something you need to look for? What determines when it's time? Yeah, well, what what determines a good uh, a good flush? In other words, uh, well, what, what determines what its that? time is when you flush it, you know, you, and your, your tank... It's still holding all the water it's supposed to. You flush it. The water just kind of spins but doesn't really take all the debris away with it. Uh-huh. Then it's time. To, it's, you know, you're getting time to replace the toilet. Okay. So what is that? Uh, $40, $50? No. Uh, uh, you know, toilets are typically going to start around $80 and go up from there. No, I meant I mean to, rep- to replace it just the labor. Oh, the labor to have a plumber come out? Uh, yeah. You know, you're typically, if you're going to hire a plumber to do it, they're going to charge you an hourly flat fee on a toilet like that, and you're probably looking at around 150 bucks. That much? Just yep. to replace it? Just, I didn't realize. I thought... Well, I, I was, yeah, I plumbers make before. a lot of money nowadays. Your, your average yeah. plumber's making around 30 bucks an hour, plus... His overheads, you know, you, you got to pay the insurances and the hospital fees and, and all the other stuff that goes with it, plus his vehicle and everything, the time it takes to get there. He gets paid yeah. for all that, and so by the time it's done, uh, it, it's running about 150 bucks for, for one toilet. Yep. Okay. Okay, then. Uh, the, uh, I get that. I guess that's all I need. Uh, okay. Okay, well, thank you. Well, Mark, you. I appreciate you holding like you did. And, uh, you know, if you have any other questions, just feel free to give us a call. Okay. Thank you, okay, sir. Thank you. Bye. Bye. 1-800-288-9227. That's 1-800-288-9227. And, you know, real quick before I jump into the next call, one of the reasons 
I personally think trade schools need to come into play again. You look at what plumbers are making. You can go to, to school for 12 years to become a doctor. And then you'll start making money. For that 12 years, that plumber's been working. Now, granted, he started as an apprentice, probably making them in the neighborhood of $15 an hour, and he worked his way up. But how many years will the doctor have to work to make up the money that the plumber has already made? It's going to be tough. And in 12 years, you're no longer just a journeyman plumber out changing toilets. You can be a, a, a master or a responsible master, and you're making a lot more money at that point. The trades are an excellent way for people to make a great living and get the country going back in the direction it should be. We don't have enough service in this country anymore. Everything has gone to technology and and uh, stuff like that. We don't manufacture much. You know, I, I threw out there Kohler. I had it. I know Kohler had a plant in Texas because I used to hunt with a guy that worked at the plant. And uh, I'm just assuming that they're still there, but I, I don't know that for a fact. Nonetheless, if we would bring in more of those kind of trades, it is it is next to impossible right now to hire plumbers because everybody tells their kids you need to go to college to, to have a good career. No, you don't. Electrician, plumber, carpenters, amazingly enough, all these trades are getting harder and harder to get. There is some great money to be made in those things. 1-800-288-9227. Ski in Sherman, what can I do for you? Thanks, Jim. I've got a problem with the blockage going into my septic tank. I'm, uh, I'm pretty sure it's not in the house. Uh, and uh, I've tried using one of those snake uh, things, uh, two of them, to get to the tank. And I run, into, uh, I run into the blockage about 17 feet out from the house, which is about where the tank is. Okay. And uh, I'm, I'm trying to avoid the expense of... Uh, bringing a professional out here i might have to dollars are important to me you got any suggestions well you're, you're saying the snake is getting out to the tank is it getting into the tank or just to it that's what i don't know hmm. i don't know it feels like i'm running into to clay or or mud or or something uh out there and and i don't know whether there's a turn that goes into the tank or or what? I just know that the problem's uh, going from the house out to the tank. Okay. Well, if if you're getting into the tank, that would be an indication that it's time to have the tanks pumped, and there's not a lot you're going to do to avoid I, doing I had that. It, I had it pumped uh, about six months ago when we had all those heavy rains that okay. flooded out there. Yep. And uh, a man came out and, and drained it. I don't think it would have filled up. And, and there's about, uh, I'd say, a foot or two between the ground level and where the water is in the tank. Okay. Well, if, if it's not, you know, if it's not that the tank is full... And the and your drain fields are still working properly. And, and quite frankly, in the last two weeks, we shouldn't have had enough rain that should have it, it should not be filling your tank if everything is working properly. My guess is you got a stoppage. Where you're coming out of the house, there's typically going to be a clean out there. 
Yeah, there is. Uh-huh. And it's I'll bet you it's just beyond the clean-out uh, is where the problem is. It's not well, uncommon been, for there to be a joint. I've been going down into the, the clean-out. There's a tee there, and then there's another clean-out that goes out to uh, the tank. I've had a, uh, one of those half-inch blue steel yep. uh, things. That I, that's what I've been running out there. Okay, and so you're only able to, to get out about 10 foot beyond that? I'm, I'm getting out about 17 feet beyond oh, 17. that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting out to the tank. I just don't know if there's a bend uh, that doesn't look like the line goes straight to the tank. It looks like uh, it goes to the side of it. Maybe there's a bend out there. Yeah. Well, even if there's a, a bend or something, or even an elbow or something, the snake ought to go around that with no problem. So I don't think that's the issue. Are there any trees in the area? No. Okay. No trees, no bushes. So the only thing it could be then is something stopping up the line itself. Right. Should I try to rent one of those uh, uh, snakes with with the motor? And that's what I was going to suggest is at this point, you know, if you're not able to do it with the small one, Mm -hmm. I I personally would have a plumber come out. But if you don't want to do that, what I would suggest is renting a larger snake that has the auger to cut through what's there. Right. If if it was me though, I, I got to be honest. What they get for renting those things, it's not unusual to be able to get a plumber to come out, you know, for like 200 bucks, and renting that snake is going to probably run you half of that. And by having the plumber come out, he's going to be able to tell you a lot more than just running the snake and get it going again. Can I do that with just a regular plumber, even though it's a septic? Oh, yeah. Yeah, most regular plumbers can help you out with that. Then that's what I'll do. That's okay. Because I'm tired of of going out there two or three times a day and letting the pressure off. Yeah, and I tell you, I would would go one step further. When you're booking that plumber to come out, ask him if he's got a a, a video camera with him because... He can run that down the line, and you can see exactly what's there then. Cool. Okay. okay. Thank you. You bet. Take care. Appreciate the help. Bye-bye. Beware of evil contractors' half-truths. You may get the wrong half. Here's more Texas Home Improvement with Jim Dutton. Hey, this portion of Texas Home Improvement is brought to you by America's Choice Windows. Ten windows for just $36.80. What a heck of a deal. Let's jump straight back into the calls. TJ, what can I do for you? Hey, thanks for taking my call. Um, I have um, a plumber. I had a plumber come out, and they, uh, they ran a, either a sonogram or a camera, um, something another down through the pipes and lots of roots, you know, when we did the auger and the, the rotor root or whatever. But um, my question is, as far as that, I didn't, he couldn't determine if there was any breaks, maybe some sags in the lines and it's right. causing backup. But um, the question is, what what is the, uh, especially around here in Dallas with all the shipping soil and all that stuff, What what is the feasibility of those pipeliners, I can't think of a name of what it is, but it's basically where they have the uh, the line that goes through, they pressurize it, and they put this casting or molding on the inside of the pipe. Yeah, when you're slip lining it. Yeah. You know, the slip lining works great for yard lines, 
but not too well underneath because any place where there's a joint that comes in and stuff, it doesn't seal up well. Mm. Plus, it blocks that, that pipe coming in. You have to try to run a snake through to open it up again. Uh, it, it's just not real good for under the slab. Out in yard lines and stuff, I recommend it all the time. Okay. Well, I think that's where the problem is, out by the trees and whatnot. So, thanks so much. Yeah. Yeah, if it's in the yard line, definitely have it taken a, take a look at it. And uh, that is a viable way to do it. Now, I will tell you, if it's open trench that you can dig where you're not having to go through concrete or, you know, landscaping and stuff, it's cheaper to do it that way. But uh, you just have to look at the cost factor of doing it both ways. We're back to Texas Home Improvement, keeping you moving forward. Because sometimes just getting started on home improvement projects is the hardest part of all. And motivated for your projects. Break your butt up. Here's Jim Dutton. Hey, this portion of Texas Home Improvement is made possible by James Hardy, the best siding on the planet. Visit THIPro.com. And click on the James Hardy icon to learn more. All righty, let's get ready and head straight back into the calls. 1-800-288-9227. Marvin in Arlington, welcome to Texas Home Improvement. Hi. Um, I was listening when you had the man on asking about the toilet flushing and um, saying you thought he probably needed a new toilet. I didn't hear what city he was in, but some of the cities still have the free toilet program where they replace it with uh, water-saving toilets, and the toilets are free. Even if you have a handicapped person in the house, they will provide a handicapped toilet. And then you can either install them yourself in most cases, or you can hire a plumber to do the installation. And then they also have some rebates. It, uh, I think if you go and buy your own, you can get a rebate if you buy one of the low flush. Yeah, and I know there's rebates available on some of the stuff. I didn't think that the, any of the free toilets were still available. I thought that was done away with already, some, but it, it could the, be still in some cities. Some of the cities did uh, do away with it, but I think, I'm not positive, that Grand Prairie, Arlington, and maybe Fort Worth at least are all still doing it, but I don't know for sure. But it's something that they probably need to look into because it sounded like he really needed to save money. And uh, that would be a, maybe a solution for him. Yeah. Okay. Well, I appreciate that. Okay, thank you. You bet. Take care. Again, our number, 1-800-288-9227. Let's head up to Denton, Texas. John, this is Jim. Welcome to WBAP. Well, thank you so much. Um, Jim, I'm trying to replace an electric uh, stovetop range with a gas range. And the house is plumbed for gas, but not to that location. Uh, currently, we have a gas dryer and a, and a um, clothes dryer, and our water heater is gas, and the heat is gas. But I would have to run a, a new supply line from the meter to the range. And I'm wondering if you could give any advice. Uh, currently, the gas line and supply line goes up to a manifold in the attic, and then it's distributed from that manifold down to the locations where it's feeding. And you don't have any room in the manifold to tie in? That's right. There's not an open port. But even if there were, well, there is. It's Yeah, okay, there is. 
then it's hard to get because we only have a one-story house, but it's the ceiling is low in the annex, so it's kind of tough to get over to the outside wall where the range is going to be installed. And I'm, my question is really, the meter's on the same wall as where the range is. It's on, of course, the outside of the house, and the range is on the inside of the house in the kitchen. Is it possible to come directly to get the plumber to run directly from the meter um, a slight distance laterally and then just come straight through the siding, the brick siding, uh, into the cavity where the range, under the cabinet underneath where the range will be? Or do I have to go up to the manifold? No, you don't have to go to the manifold. Uh, how no. close to the about, uh, meter is the range going to be? It's about 10 feet. Uh, laterally, and about okay. the same height, of course. I would probably drop it down and run it in a trench and then come up and into where the range is going to be, just oh, for aesthetics okay. purposes. True. Okay. Now, can I, I can dig the trench and everything, yeah. but I, I assume that there's regulations about me attempting to, to hook into the into the meter. Uh, doesn't don't you need a permit and a license to do that you or, do. or not? Yeah, for for running the gas line itself, you would need a permit. For digging the trench, no, you can do that yourself. Sure. And sure. I code is in most places is going to be the gas line's got to be 18 inches down. Okay. Now going into through the house through the through the brick, um, there's currently a vent in the electric range that goes out through the wall. I could run that uh, supply line, come back up out of the ground, come vertically about, you know, two feet, two and a half feet, and then go in through the exhaust range duct. Is there, do you see anything wrong with that plan? Or? Are, are you still going to use that duct to exhaust air? Well, I don't have to because I'm going to put a hood above the, uh, the gas range. Okay. Um, yeah, if you're going to do away with that as a duct for exhausting air, then yes, you could use that opening to run the line in. Okay, do, do, does it, can a normal plumber uh, do the actual gas hookup, or do I need someone special? Uh, it, it has to be somebody who uh, can do gas, but almost all plumbers can. Got it. Got it. Well, is there any preparation I should do in addition then? Okay, so providing the 18-inch trench from underneath the meter on over to the access point where the duct is, I can do. Is there anything else I should do? Should I buy the supplies first? Or no. Uh, let, let your plumber buy the supplies. And the main reason I say that, then yeah. they, if they, if something's missing, it's up to them to go get it. If, it, if you have something missing, you're going to be paying extra time while they're waiting for you to go get it and different things like that. It becomes very cumbersome at that point. Sure, sure. Okay, super. Do you have time for one other quickie? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, at the same time I'm doing that work, I would like to replace the sink. And it's a uh, porcelain sink. The opening to it's also, you know, countertop, it's a drop-in. The opening for the porcelain sink is smaller than the opening for the stainless steel I want to replace it with. And the problem is that the countertop is all corium. And I understand that cutting the corian, you know, opening that that uh, place after I remove the porcelain sink, cutting the corian, it can be very, very difficult or tricky or something. Do you have any advice in that in that uh, place? I, I do, and yes, it can be rather tricky to do that. 
If I was going to do it, I would call a Corian countertop guy and have him come and cut it because they would get next to nothing to do it. Okay, problem is they want to sell me a new, an entire new counter, you know, or the granite people do. I haven't found anybody who specializes in Corian. Um, apparently the company that makes it licenses people uh, to sell it and, and work right. on it. And so far I haven't found anybody that wants to do that work. But I guess I can keep trying on that. Yeah, because um, you don't want to take the chance of cracking it. Okay, dry, grinding it or uh, a router would be not a good thing for a homeowner to do. I do a lot of stuff myself. In fact, I do almost everything myself. That ain't one of them I'm going to mess with. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> okay, Jim, thanks very much for the advice. You bet. Take care. You have a great day. Good show. Thank you, sir. Bye-bye. There are two things we don't abide in Texas. Unfriendly folks and dishonest contractors. So if that's you, the Red River is that away. Here's more Texas Home Improvement with Jim Dutton. Beauty meets energy efficiency. You gotta check them out. If you're looking for any type of shutters to make your home you know more comfortable, Sunburst Shutters can help you out. Now I mentioned earlier that Dan from Advent Air was out here at the Fort Worth Stock Show and Rodeo. And, Dan, how's it going? It's going great, Jim. Glad to be out here uh, enjoying uh, meeting and greeting people and uh, just having a great time. You know, I always like going to rodeos. You and I talked about it a little bit earlier. I go around to the different ones because, uh, you know, it's just nice to see the livestock and stuff. And uh, as my daughter puts it, I wear my costume all the time as far as my <laughs> cowboy hat and vest and boots. and that. I mean, that's my normal attire, so... When I come out to the rodeos, I'm I'm right at home. I kind of fit in. Right, right. <laughs> I, I saw you when you came in, bit that big old hat, and I was like, he he he's right in his uh, where he wants to be. I'm in uh, my element. You're in your element. There, <laughs> there you, go. you go. Yeah. Hey, um, let's talk about air conditioners for a minute because you know this is a time of year most people aren't thinking about air conditioning, especially on a day like today. Right. But that heater sure is sweet. It sure is. <laughs> um, and, and I don't know. I just came in from outside, and it is brutal cold out there, and. Uh, you know, uh, keeping that thing uh, tuned up and operating efficiently uh, right now uh, is real important, Jim. Uh, we're going into the coldest part of the year, and uh, we need to make sure that those things are running efficiently, and uh, it's real important. You know, I get the question a lot of times, especially at this time of year, heat pump versus on electric systems. Heat pump versus going with the electric strip heat. Right. Well, you know, years ago, uh, heat pumps got a bad name because they had what we called a cold blow, where they come on and initially they would, uh, you know, give you that, that cold blast of air. Uh, strip heat is very, uh, is not energy f efficient at all. Nope. Um, when, when a lot of people have that in there, their utility bills will actually run more in the wintertime than they do in the summertime. Well, I, I'll help you out with that because I am all electric. Oh, well, yeah, but you and have a heat pump. I, I, I do now. Okay. Originally, I did not. And yeah. when I didn't have a heat pump, my electric bill in the summer months, 200 bucks. Come wintertime, 600 Yeah. Yeah, and we hear that a lot, and unfortunately for years, uh, heat pumps did have a bad name. But with the new technology, with the variable speed, the multi-stage units, they are so energy efficient, especially when you look at, like, the carrier green speed unit, the hyperheat on that thing. It'll, it'll heat your home down to zero degrees Fahrenheit. We've never seen that capability. Yeah, heat pumps typically 
you get around 36 to 32 degrees. Typically. You but, are done. But with, with the carrier green speed, it, it, it's unbelievable technology. We're, we're so uh, thrilled to have this. It's, it's been out now for about four or five years. We're just getting to educate the, the public on this product. Hmm. And uh, we're seeing it become more and more uh, prevalent in, in our industry. So. Okay, and that's the carrier what? That's the carrier green speed. It's, I'm uh, not familiar with that y- one. You're not. It is a true inverter technology, so it works both in heating and cooling. Okay. Okay, it is their top of the line. It's their flagship. Uh-huh. So what this does is it gives you what you want when you need it. So if you've got a five-ton system, you don't need that five tons of heating or cooling all year long. Right. So if you need two, 2.1, 2.2 tons, it's going to ramp up and down, being extremely energy efficient. But even more important than that, it's going to give you the comfort that you need. It's not going to dry out that air as much in the wintertime, and it is going to remove the humidity in, in the spring and in the summer. Great technology, great product. Uh, we're, we're putting a lot of those in for our clients right now, and we the feedback we're getting is just phenomenal. Well, and Carrier also has that Infinity system. That's a great system right. also. Now, the Green Speed is their top of the line of the Infinity. They okay. also do have the new five-stage unit out there that comes in a heat pump as well. Mm-hmm. So it basically gives you five air conditioners in one. Again, nobody else has this technology. We're so excited about this because, one, you can do it, and you can put this five-stage unit. If you're not ready to replace the indoor portion yet, we can install this thing, set it up on a single-stage unit. When it's time to replace your indoor section, then we we can convert it to either a two-stage or a five-stage. Ah. So it's basically five air conditioners built in one, five heaters built in one. It's great. Again, same thing. Great on efficiency, humidity control, best technology. And the nice thing about this new five-stage is the footprint on this thing. You know, we had to make these air conditioners, these heat pumps, much larger to get them more energy efficient to right. meet Department of Energy requirements. With this new one, we don't do it through larger units. We do it through the inverter compressor. These things are only 30 inches by 30 inches. So we're getting back down to the we're size get, we used to use. The, but but by maintaining the comfort, maintaining the efficiency, great stuff. We've got one on display out here at the Stock Show and Rodeo. Come by. We'd be happy to talk to you about it. Uh, uh, it's just great technology. We're so excited to get these in our homeowners. You know, one of the things I've noticed is you're not only are they more energy efficient, it makes the house a lot more comfortable because you don't hear the units anymore right and 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 it's just a a more even throughout the house well it does and because these things are communicating you whether it be an air handler or a a gas furnace with it constantly communicating so with the the thermostat control is what people know it's a microcomputer and it's sending signals inside to outside to the control and it's monitoring uh, the, the comfort that you've got it set for. So we dial it in to the humidity level, to the temperature that you want. You, you're right. The decibel levels on these things, you can't hear them. Yeah. I mean, you literally have to be standing right next to the unit, and only when it gets into the higher stages can you hear these things. You know, it's not the old-type unit where you're sitting there and you hear that thing come on and it rattles your walls. Yeah. Uh, or the air conditioner's broke. It hadn't come on in at least 30 minutes. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> or your neighbors are calling you in yeah. the middle of the night say, turn that thing off. Yeah, you know? yeah. Yep, yep. Hey, how can people get in touch with Advent Air? Real easy. They can reach us. Uh, phone number is 972-221-4373, or they can reach us online at adventair.com. Or, of course, they can come out here and talk to you. Come out here. We're going to be here all week. Uh, I've got consultants out here uh, just talking to people. If people would like an in-home consultation, there's no charge for that. Uh, we'd be happy to set up a time, have one of them come out, do a free evaluation. 
and just show them uh, how we can make the, the quality of life and the comfort and the efficiency in their homes better. All right. Dan, I appreciate you stopping by and t taking time out of the booth to talk to me. Thank you, Jim. We'll talk to you later.